Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Um, I'm Amy and I have the privilege of sharing around this expansion vision that we've just heard about. So um, who was at We Are One in October last year? Amazing. It was such a great time for us to gather together as a church. And we heard this amazing word from Pastor Simon all about how it's time to expand. Um, And Simon and Ali are away on holiday at the moment. So that's why they're not here today. But they are praying for us sending love to all of us and um, what we're going to do over this month is we are going to take each Sunday to focus in on this expansion vision to look at what it means to create to disciple to raise and to plant and um, each Sunday night as well we're going to focus on one of those areas so if you've been around in church for a while you'll know that we tend to do like a prayer week at the beginning of the year but this year instead of doing a few days at the start of the year we're devoting every Sunday night six till seven to pray into think about reflect on an aspect of this vision so that starts tonight at 6 p.m we're going to be here um, and to focus on creating spaces where we can encounter God and then next week we are going to focus on discipleship and that is going to be in homes so just to give you a heads up you can invite somebody around your house for food or just for a drink or don't give them anything if you don't want to six till seven six till seven we're going to gather together in homes and we'll do a short zoom all together at one point um, to be able to like impart Nate's going to be able to impart a bit of vision about what it looks like to disciple um, each other and to disciple as a church this year and then we'll tell you about the other nights um, as they come so 8th and the 22nd will be here and then the other two Sunday nights it'll be six till seven but they'll be a little bit different so um does that sound okay um i'd love yeah i'd love it if we could all get plugged into that um it's going to be it's going to be a great start to the year and today we are starting off looking at encountering god and as a church we are so passionate about encountering god because we believe that when you encounter god everything can change we believe that encounter changes everything um and we believe that when we encounter god Things that were impossible become possible and people that were sick get healed and where there was lack there's provision and I love that we've heard so many stories from last year of people who've experienced and encountered God people who have been healed people who have received strength to persevere through the toughest of circumstances people who have encountered the presence of God but I'm believing that this year we're going to see even more and this year we're going to experience even more and this year we're going to experience new things and the great thing is that whether you are here for the very first time or whether you've been here all your life there is a new encounter that God has in store for you he has something new for you not because it's a new year and so that's the thing we talk about but because God is always doing a new thing we believe in a God that does new things and just to example some of that um, some amazing verses Isaiah 43 says forget the former things don't dwell on the past see I am doing a new thing 2 Corinthians 5 17 if anyone is in Christ the new creation has 
come. The old has gone. The new is here. Isaiah 42, see the former things have taken place and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Ezekiel 36, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And at the start of this new year, we can be confident that God has got a new plan. He has got a new dream. He has got a new encounter. He has got a new purpose for you. Not because it's turned a date in the calendar, but because our God is for you and he is working on your behalf and he's working behind the scenes to do something new in your life. Do you want to say amen to that? Um, That's what we believe and that's what we're believing for in this series that we will have a new encounter because encounter changes everything. And so today we're going to look at a story of one man who had an encounter and it changed his whole life. But first, I just want to pray for us that even today, that we would have a new encounter, a new experience of God, that God would speak something new to us. Like, like Dave said, that we would have a new expectation of what God's going to do in us this year. So let me pray and then we'll jump in to that. Thank you, God. God, we thank you so much that like your word says, you are working on our behalf and you are always doing something new. So I pray that in the areas of our life where things feel a bit dry or a little bit old or we feel stuck, we prophesy something new. And we prophesy a new encounter this year. We prophesy greater levels of experience. God, a greater closeness with you. And pray even today, in the next 20 minutes or so, God, that we would have a new encounter, a new experience with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, when it comes to the new year, um, does anybody make a new year's resolution? Like hands up if you, if you make a new year's resolution. Oh, not too many. So a survey says, we probably go against the trend a little bit then. A survey says that this year, about 58% of the UK population will make a new year's resolution. Like around 30 million people will make a new year's resolution. But I am aware that there will be two different approaches to resolutions and they're represented in this room because there will be those people that when it comes to New Year's resolutions, they will say things or post things on social media like this. Things like today is the first blank page of a 365 page book, so write a good one. That's powerful stuff. Some people will post things like every year you make a resolution to change yourself. This year, make a resolution to be yourself. And these people are people that believe that each year that we can be better. These people believe in the power of setting goals. These people believe that if they set something, they will achieve it. And they inspire us to be better people. So well done if you are a person like that. We thank you for it and we we long to be like you. But there will be people who maybe have a different approach when it comes to New Year's resolutions and maybe will post things like this. So my New Year's resolution is that I'm going to procrastinate less and I'm going to start it next week. (laughs) People who post things like, I don't call them New Year's resolutions. I prefer the term casual promises to myself that I am under no legal obligation to fulfill. (laughs) 
Anybody in the room who identifies more with that? We're more aware of how we can break New Year's resolutions than maybe keep them. Um, but in this story that we're going to read, we see somebody make a resolution. We see somebody make a resolution, not because it's a new year, not because a date has changed in the calendar, but they make a resolution because of an encounter, because they have an encounter with Jesus that changes everything, and they make a resolution to change not only their life, but to make a change that impacts the lives of those around them. And it's a story that if you've ever had a kid's Bible, if you were brought up in Sunday school, you will know this story well. It's the story of Zacchaeus. And so we can find this in Luke chapter 19. So if you've got a Bible, it'd be great if you could turn there or have the app open, because we'll jump in and out of verses throughout the message. But Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10, it'll be on the screen as well. And it says this. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. So in this story, we see the account of a man who had the opportunity to encounter Jesus. Jesus was passing through where he was going to be. And Zacchaeus would have heard stories of the miracles that Jesus had performed, of the people that he'd healed. And he wanted to get a look at Jesus. He wanted to meet Jesus, to see Jesus. But there was an obstacle and it was his height. Uh, And Zacchaeus literally could not see over the crowd. And if you've ever been to a gig or been somewhere where you've paid money to see something and then you turn up and somebody has stood in front of you, it is the most infuriating thing. And tall people, you will never know our pain because you're the ones blocking our view that we cannot see past. But Zacchaeus knew what it felt like to not be able to see something. And so he climbed up a tree. Verse 3 says he wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. He wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to meet Jesus. He wanted to encounter Jesus. But he wanted to see Jesus. But. And when it comes to encountering God this year, when it comes to experiencing something new of God, we all have buts like Zacchaeus. We've all got obstacles in the way, we've all got things that will potentially stop us or hinder us from seeing Jesus, from encountering him, from experiencing him. So if I was going to put my examples in Zacchaeus's place, it would look like Amy wanted to see Jesus, but she was often too busy. Or Amy wanted to see Jesus, but she was too focused on what everybody else was thinking or doing. 
And maybe you can think of your own examples. Maybe you want to see Jesus, but actually that sin or that thought keeps tripping you up and getting in the way. Or maybe you want to see Jesus, but you've got so many other things going on right now that it just feels impossible. Or you want to see Jesus, but that offense keeps getting in the way and hardening your heart every time it feels like you get close. You want to see Jesus, but we want to see Jesus, but that doubt gets in the way, that sin gets in the way, that thought gets in the way. And we want to see Jesus, but there are obstacles that can get in the way. So like Zacchaeus, he does something about it. He puts his mind to it and thinks, okay, what can I do? I want to see Jesus, but I can't. So I'm going to climb up this tree. He climbs up a physical, literal tree. But I think for all of us to be a little bit metaphorical for a moment, I think we can all climb trees of our own when it comes to us trying to get to Jesus, trying to experience him. We can do things in of our own strength to try and get to him. And maybe at the start of the year, we think, right, this is the year that I'm going to nail that habit. This is the year that I'm going to break that addiction. This is the year that I'm going to pray longer. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to be better. This is the year that I'm going to sort it. But all of our effort, all of that attempts just leave us up a tree somewhere. And ultimately, we're still imperfect and we're still disconnected from Jesus and we're still able to just maybe see where we want to be but we've got this gap between us and him and for all of our efforts all of our attempts we just end up a tree of our own making or a tree of our own self-preservation or our self-righteousness or our own achievements whatever it is and um, our best efforts our own achievements aren't good enough to get us to Jesus, aren't good enough to get us to experience him fully. And we see this in a verse in Isaiah, it puts it really bluntly. It says, our best efforts are grease-stained rags. (laughs) Even our best attempts, even if we nailed our Bible plan every day this year. Even if we prayed for three hours every single morning, even if we never said a bad word to anybody, even those best attempts, when it compares to the goodness of God, when it compares to his glory, his kindness, his power, his essence, they're just grease-stained rags. And all we've done is we've climbed a tree (laughs) of our own making. Our best efforts a grease-stained rags and with all the will in the world we're still not good enough to encounter him we're still not good enough to experience him to comprehend him but that's why I love what Jesus does next in this story so verse 5 says when Jesus reached the spot he looked up and said to him Zacchaeus come down immediately I must stay at your house today And I love that when all Zacchaeus could achieve was distance up a tree, Jesus offered him real connection. And when all Zacchaeus could achieve was observing Jesus, Jesus offered him real participation. And when Zacchaeus was maybe content just to see Jesus, Jesus offered him the invitation to stay with him, to be with him, to be close to him. 
And that is the whole heart of the gospel. That's the whole good news that we believe as a Christian, that when our best attempts only get us so far, when even our best attempts only mean that we're never good enough, our best attempts only mean that there is a gap between us and God, Jesus bridges that gap. And Jesus comes to us in our sin and our mess and our mistakes and our best efforts, and he invites us to be in relationship with him. He calls us by name and calls us down. He calls us closer. He calls us us to be in relationship with him and makes it possible for us to do so. It's nothing to do with our attempts. It's nothing to do with our goodness. It's nothing to do with what we can achieve, but everything to do with his grace, everything to do with his mercy that he extends towards us and he calls us down. He calls us down from the trees that we've climbed. He calls us down from the attempts that we've made. He calls us down from the place of safety or comfort or self-preservation. He calls us down. He says, come and be with me. Come and spend time with me. Come and be in relationship with me. I don't want you just to see me. I want to stay with you. I want to be with you. And encountering God doesn't rely on our ability to get to God. Thank you, Jesus but it totally relies on his grace that gets to us. And so encountering God isn't about our effort, but I do think it it is about our response because Zacchaeus in that moment had this invitation, come down, I want to stay with you. Come down, I want to be with you. And he had that choice to stay up the tree or to come down. And I think when it comes to encountering God, we have the same choice to make. So when Jesus invites us, come down, come closer. I want to be with you. I want to abide with you. We have the choice to stay up or come down, to stay back in what's familiar and comfortable, stay back in our own set ways or to make our way down to him. The choice is ours. Um, Over Christmas, I, um, I find it funny how British people do very un-British things. So we, we wear hideous jumpers in public and we wear tiny little paper hats in public like when we would never do anything like that usually. And even the most introverted person at Christmas will um, probably have to play some kind of game with their friends or family. And when it comes to playing games, you often see two groups of people. You see those that really want to be involved and want to win. Anybody in that category? There's no point just taking part, is there? Yeah, you just have to, you have to do it for the win. There are those people that want to be involved, that want to play games, that want to um, engage. And there are those people who will do whatever they can not to be involved and not to engage and will make any excuse that they can. Um, And obviously, that is totally fine. And when it comes to games, it's nice for people to be able to sit and observe and watch as others take part. But I had this real sense, as I was praying for us for today... I had this real sense that I don't want that to be the case when it comes to the things of God this year. Like, I don't want to be the one who is sat watching and sat observing and sat while other people are experiencing and engaging. I don't want to be the one who sat on the sidelines or maybe holding things at arm's length thinking, oh no, I'm comfortable where I am actually. Thank you. I'll just watch what happens here. I don't want to be the one that sits and watches, but my prayer for us is that this year when it comes to encountering God we wouldn't watch but we would engage 
and we wouldn't just be able to comment on what's happening, but we would experience it for ourselves. And we wouldn't just be the ones that stay back and we're on the sidelines, but we're involved and we're invested and we're experiencing it personally. Like we're not just having reports about what God's doing in other people's lives and the experiences that they're having, but we have stories of our own. I have stories of my own, of what I'm experiencing of God, of what he's doing in my life, of the real and raw and personal relationship that I have with him. And my prayer is that for all of us, and maybe like, um, especially if you've been around church for a while, my prayer is that you would have a new encounter, like a greater level of experience, a greater level of closeness. If you think, oh, I've done this for years and actually I feel like I've attained all that I can in my relationship with God, that's a total lie. And it's a lie that we fall into so often and we turn up and we're not expecting, but God has new levels, greater levels, greater experiences, greater levels of his presence and his power that he has for us to experience and so my encouragement my prayer my challenge for us is to come down come closer and experience him come closer and encounter him come closer draw nearer and I'm aware that that will look different for all of us so and what I'm not saying is that we all need to be these like Christmas jumper wearing, game playing, paper hat wearing kind of Christians and we need to be extremely extroverted and display that for everybody to see at every moment. But there is something that we can all do. We can all do something to take a step down and come closer. And that will look different for all of us. We all have different experiences. We all have different personalities, but we can all do something to step down from our comfort, our own achievements, our own works. We can step down from where we have been and come closer. And so I wonder what that looks like for you today. What would it look like for you to come closer, to draw nearer? What would it look like for you to step down from the place where you have been, the things that you have known, and step into the new thing? And again, it will look totally different. Some examples would be that it might be that you need to get accountability this year and get people around you that can sharpen you and challenge you to spur you on to getting closer. It might be that you need accountability in terms of sin that just keeps tripping you up. It might be that you need to engage with a community more and get involved in a community of believers or groups of believers. Whatever it is, we can all do something to come down and take a step closer, come down and draw nearer to experience him. So let's do that together. And the reason why I think um, it's important for us to, uh, to do and not just to sit on the sidelines, not just to stay content with watching and observing and like keeping the things of God at an arm's length, is because encounter changes everything. And from this story, we can see what's available to us when we encounter Jesus, when we come down and experience him. Because verse 6, we see how this encounter with Jesus not only changed Zacchaeus' life, but it impacted the lives of others as well. So it says, he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Lord, look, Look, Lord, Lord, look, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. 
And the result of that encounter was this overflow of joy and generosity. It was this complete inward and outward transformation that Zacchaeus experienced. And like you see in that, um, in that response, it's like Zacchaeus is experiencing freedom from the religious people who were commenting on him, freedom from the opinions of others. He experienced this freedom from his past, freedom of his reputation of what he had been. He experienced freedom from greed and from pride and it overflowed in joy and generosity and ultimately like that encounter led to expansion it led to this expansion of joy and encounter for us is is significant this year when it comes to this vision that we have for our church this year because encounter leads to expansion and when we really rawly personally experience and encounter Jesus that leads to this expansion in our lives this expansion of generosity this expansion of joy this expansion of bravery and confidence this expansion of calling and purpose it leads to expansion and that's why my encouragement at the start of this year is let's do what we can to encounter Jesus again let's do what we can to um, come down from our own attempts to let go of the things that are holding us back and draw close to him come to him and receive that invitation because I believe that as we do that's where we're going to see expansion and not just in our own lives but in the lives of others as well. So for Zacchaeus, his expansion, his encounter led to this impact in the lives of others, how he gave back, how he blessed other people. And I believe that as we create spaces as a church this year for people to encounter God, we're going to see that overflow into our community. And there'll be this expanse of generosity that overflows and impacts, this expanse of joy that overflows and impacts, this expanse of purpose that overflows and impacts beyond us, beyond these four walls into the lives of others and tonight we're going to be leaning into that and praying into that about how we as a church can create spaces this year to encounter God encounter changes everything but the choice is ours today to stay up stay back or come down come closer draw nearer and as we encounter God it's going to lead to expansion in our lives and the lives of those around us and um, what I want to do is in a moment we're going to just take a bit of time to to encounter we're going to take time to sing again and my encouragement is that we would use this as a time to maybe identify the tree that we're up at the moment because we've all got one (laughs) we've all got multiple trees Um, identify what that is And in our worship, say, Jesus, I'm coming down. Jesus, I'm coming closer. And sometimes we're going to need accountability to do that. We're going to need the Holy Spirit to help us do that. Jesus, I'm coming down. And we're going to do that all together in a moment. But first, I want to, we're going to do this every single Sunday. We're going to give people the invitation to know Jesus and accept him, to say yes to him. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray a really simple prayer. And you may be here and you've never prayed that prayer of like, Jesus, I want to give my life to you. Jesus, I want to turn from my own way of living and I want to live a life that you have for me. I want to experience this expansion that you have for me. And we're just, I'm just going to pray and give you the opportunity to do that. So if we could all just bow our heads or close our eyes, whatever you want to do for privacy or concentration. Um, and if you're here today and you recognise I want to come down from 
my own tree. I wanna, I wanna live the life that Jesus has for me. I wanna know Him. I wanna become a Christian. It may be for the first time, or this might be a recommitment that you're, that you're making. Then all I'm gonna ask is, I'll count to three and you can just raise your hand so I know who I'm praying for. And that marks a moment, that marks a moment of I'm coming down and I'm coming closer. So if that's you on three, just raise your hand. Ready, one, two, three. Amazing, beautiful. Anybody else this morning? Great. Jesus, we thank you so much that it is nothing to do with us, that encountering you, experiencing you is nothing to do with us, but everything to do with your grace. And for those that have raised a hand, for those that have reached out to you this morning, your grace comes rushing towards them. As they've accepted that invitation, they now have new life, they have a new purpose, they have a new hope, they have a new start because of what your grace does in their life. So we pray God that they would encounter you afresh this day, they would encounter you afresh, God, as they journey this out with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we just put our hands together for those that have made that decision this morning? And if you if you made that decision, like it's and even if that is um, not the first time, but you've made that decision again afresh, then let's mark that moment today. And we've got at the back, we've got a gift that we want to give you, something we want to put in your hand, and somebody that can just pray with you or help you in your next steps as well. So um, head to the back, and we'd love to do that with you. But can we just stand together then, church, to um, to end this message? Let's take a moment to encounter. Take a moment to step down and say, Jesus, I'm coming closer. Jesus, I'm drawing near. I'm laying my stuff down. Jesus, to know you. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just raise your hands, church, if you're happy to. Jesus, we're coming down. We're coming down from the things that would hold us back from you. We're stepping over the barriers that have been put in place, whether it's our doing or the doing of other people. We're stepping over those barriers to receive your invitation, to know you more, to experience you more. And I pray, God, that this year will be a year of new encounters. This year will be a year of greater experience of you, greater levels of your presence, greater experiences of your power, of your love in our lives. And God, let that overflow, not just in us, but overflow into the lives of others in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's sing together.